gentlemen, start your engines. Let's talk racing. It's time for the Racing BS Show on Hoosier Country 105. Now, here's your host, Bruce Lear, AJ Bolin, and Rick Evans. Time again for the Racing BS Show. Each and every week, we bring you news from the racing world, starting right here in the heartland of American Sprint Car Racing, stretching an hour north to the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, then the rest of the nation in the four corners of the planet, the Racing BS Show, brought to you each and every week by IU Credit Union and Rapid Roofing and Restoration. Bruce Lear, good morning. Ooh, Ricker, that was really good, buddy. That was a good interview, <laughs> man. I love it. A.J. Bowen, good morning, sir. Yes. Good morning. Bruce. What's going on, buddy? Oh, another gotta, beautiful day in southern southern Indiana. That's all you can ask for, buddy. That's all you can ask for. And and, and hey, before you even ask, huh? be, before you even bring it up, our Hoosiers right. won, right? So yep. it's it's been a good couple of days here in Bloomington. That's right. So you got nothing to tease AJ about this morning. That's, that's right. No, that's why I wasn't going to bring it up. <laughs> okay. I, have, as, I have nothing to gouge you with today, man. As few and far between as wins have been lately, we're, we're going to take time to enjoy each one when they have. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. All right, well, go ahead. No, hey, my there question is, is racing, well, not racing related. I am hearing and seeing that uh, maybe the electric car, uh, maybe not what everybody thought it was, and it's going away. I noticed that there were several... Uh, manufacturers that said they were not going to develop uh, anymore have you guys been on top of that yeah, i've been kind of watching it i don't I, I i've still yet to figure out why hybrids are not more of a thing you know what i mean why well, not take a mid-road in that thing and, and take advantage of the electric and the battery when you have to or when you want to and you can and then i, I think some of them are starting to lean more that direction a little bit we know the indy cars are going towards a hybrid chassis and it just kind of it, it makes sense, or a hybrid drivetrain, I should say. Um, well, I don't know. Yeah, I think I think we will see more of that. Look, I mean, you can't have a, a typical, it, don't mean to go up on politics, but anytime you have government, no matter who it is, tell you this is what we're going to do and how it's going to be, at, you know, we're seeing it's not working, right? The manufacturers are losing money on these all-electric vehicles, and the hybrid makes way more sense. And so does the hydrogen-powered uh, cars. Right. There's that a Toyota, lot of options out there. Yeah, there there are a lot of really good options that that the manufacturers are starting to pursue more on their own, which is a great thing, right? Sure. I mean, let it let it develop how it needs to, and that we have the infrastructure to support. So, yeah. and I think it's heading so that I way. Think we'll, I think Tesla is making some money doing their thing, and uh, others are trying to follow suit, and others are finding out maybe that's not a great way to go, yeah. and maybe yeah. they need to find something else, and uh, eventually we'll get to where we're gonna be i reckon i mean be. you know right yeah. well i just yeah. saw where a couple of them were gonna stop production so i just thought maybe that was a thing of the past but uh well and i think i think we'll see like in racing we've seen this in since motorsports began right it's been kind of a proving ground for the automotive industry and i think we'll see more of that play out in the coming years with different fuels and and different hybrid combinations like indycar is still working on switching to so it's going to be yeah going to be interesting it'll be fun uh, to see who comes up with what and uh, hopefully they'll develop that kind of stuff on the racetrack and then it comes to our cars that we're driving every day and it ends up kind of like it always used to be yeah. where you know that's that's how you tested your your gear was on the track so that would be uh, nice to see i think 
All right, well, good. You test your gear on the track. Then. I'm going <laughs> to talk a little bit of NASCAR. You want to? Yeah, let's talk You're, NASCAR. All right, NASCAR, boys. Uh, did you guys happen to see the race? Yes. Yes. I, You know what? I went into the race expecting what I saw the week before at Daytona. Uh, just to follow the leader it's, and because we're all so cynical when it comes to NASCAR. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. But um, you know, and and I was I was actually surprised. Were you guys uh, surprised at the race? I thought very it was, much so. It was a, it was an entertaining I it was race. A decent race. Yeah, they really did. Uh, you know they were uh, you know they, they they were passing a whole lot more than they did at Daytona. They didn't seem like they needed that string of fifteen cars drafting behind them. Uh, they could do it with just a couple cars, but um, you know they had four wide racing uh, throughout the entire for, event for a while. <laughs> yeah, for a while. Yeah, for, for a half but, a corner yeah. or so. But go ahead. Yeah, but you know that that track wasn't made for four wide, so they're taking a risk there. They had just enough wrecks to keep me involved, and the finish was a three-car photo finish, uh, which ended up with Daniel Suarez. Finishing about an inch ahead of Ryan Blaney and Kurt Busch, it was I I'd never seen anything that close before in NASCAR, or I don't remember it. But uh, that was that was crazy. No, it, yeah, no matter what you thought about the race, you can't argue with a finish that's three yeah. wide with so close that they got to stop and figure out yeah. who won. Go back, yeah. look at the yeah, fast exactly. motion footage and all that stuff. Yeah, you know exactly. And you know we talked a little bit about it before we got went on the air here. Uh, Chase Briscoe. He was up front all day. I was real proud of him. I thought he was going to end up with a great finish, and he ends up in the wall. And, and uh, you know, we had some, uh, I don't know, there was some scuttlebutt afterwards about whether he got wrecked or so on and so forth. He had a very fast car, and, um, man, he was running up there up front. I think he was just trying too hard there at the end. Uh, well, and I, I think Atlanta, the, the configuration of it now, which two things there, I, I think we saw a more traditional old school style Atlanta race. It was great to see a lot of passing, a lot of a lot of action. I but, thought so too. I'm with you there. But I think with the new configuration and and Chase's car was like I mean had a ton oh, of speed in yeah. it. Oh god. And sometimes when when your car is that much faster, you can't really help but maybe put yourself in the spot where you probably don't even really want to be. Right. Right. right and right. And you know, I think Boyer and Harvick seemed to you know, they kept it you know, kind of calm, but they kind of seem to want to kind of rip on him a little bit. And well, I, I think that too. last that last crash, you know, Bubba Wallace bump drafted him pretty hard getting down into that corner. And, and Chase didn't have a choice but to turn left and go four wide. And then Hamlin touched him. And because, uh, and you know me, I'm not ever going to defend any Hamlin, but he was out of room. <laughs> and, you know, it sent Chase spinning and caused right. a crash. I, I don't think. You know, I mean, look, you're supposed to be aggressive, right? And and Chase Briscoe is one of the smartest, most calculating drivers I've ever seen. He was like that on the short tracks in the sprint car. Like, he can hit the same spot lap after lap after lap. He never gets in over his head. You know, so I don't think any of that was intentional. I think Harvick and Boyer really... Like those guys have never done anything stupid. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. So, you know, I, I think they may have went a little far on on. Right. Their, you know, hey, I gotta tell you something though. Uh, in the first two races this year, watching Chase, uh, he's gonna do some damage this year. Yeah, I think I think it's gonna be a good I year. Agree. I think he's gonna uh, be back in the uh, playoffs year. by the time the uh, the season's said and, and done. And you know, the, uh, Juice, do you think that's because now he's the 
the head guy at Stewart Racing? I mean, do you think that they've they've made his car better? Do you think he's driving better, or what do you think? I, I think that may be part of it. I think maybe a bigger part of it. I think smoke's fed up, right? Yeah. I mean, he came out a, a few weeks ago and said, "Look, don't blame me. I give these guys all the pieces they need. I hire the best people, and and you know, so there may have been some um, pretty." Yeah, interesting internal meetings over I the agree. winter. Yeah, at, uh, they've, they've stepped things so, up though. That's for sure. They definitely right. have. Guys, uh, next uh, next up for the for the Cup guys is Vegas for the Pennzoil 400, um, and that is going to be March 3rd at 3:30 on Fox. All right. We'll look forward to that. Yeah, there you go. Okay, Ricker, what have you got for us IndyCar-wise? IndyCar, they've been uh, testing once again at yeah. uh, Sebring, and uh, that uh, is the course they choose right before they go to St. Pete because it's not only uh, roughly in the neighborhood, but also because um, that gives them a, a nice approximation. It's a very rough road course and uh, a lot of patches on it and things like that, so it kind of has the feel of a street course. Um, some of the usual suspects – at the top after uh, those tests took place. Marcus Erickson was the uh, fastest car uh, overall in the test sessions, followed by Will Power, Pata Award, Felix Rosenquist, uh, Graham Rahal, Alex Pillow, all up there uh, making up the top six. Uh, fun to see, again, you know, even from front to back in the field, 27 cars tested. Um, 51.95 was the fastest lap turned by Erickson. Slowest lap was Jack Harvey at 53.07. So wow. less than two seconds yeah, uh, right in the there. entire field. So uh, going to be another race a year in uh, in IndyCar. So like we're looking forward was, to uh, getting the season happy, underway. I was happy to see uh, Ray Hall uh, running solid this year up uh, there. I know I checked on what he was running out there at the test, and he seems to have a good car under him this year. Yeah, I could get behind a good Ray Hall season for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. So we're, uh, what, two weeks away? Uh, yeah. Well, a week and a half, really. I mean, uh, by uh, this time uh, next week, we'll be looking at the uh, opener um, for the IndyCar season. Man. Finally. I know. It's it's that time. Indy Can 500 ticket that? sales. Yeah. Uh, been a little scuttlebutt about those. Not, not scuttlebutt. Uh, great news, actually. Um, they're running close to that, uh, was it 2019 was the 100th running that sold out? 2016. 16. And uh, ticket sales yeah. are on pace with that year, according to Doug Bowles. So it could be another sellout year. Of course, a lot of that being driven by Kyle Larson joining the, the field. Yeah. Uh, a lot of folks want to come out and see him race against the IndyCar guys. And, uh, and it's the 500. I mean, you know, I saw yeah. that uh, new commercial that just came out, the 62nd Is It May Yet commercial with Joseph Newgarden doing the voice. They did a fantastic job with that one. Speaking uh, of Newgarden, yeah. later on today, he will be up in Indy at uh, the Shell Station at 3002 North Illinois, if you've got nothing else going on. And uh, want to see him. Really? Uh, yeah, he's going he's gonna to unveil the uh, 2024 Indy 500 ticket up there. And evidently, that's uh, right next door to the Children's Museum. And they've got this set up, so they've got a huge version of the ticket attached to the wall of the Children's Museum parking garage, and then they're going to pull the cover off of it and get New Garden's reaction because he'll get to see himself on that ticket. So uh, that happens, uh, yeah, this afternoon, 2 o'clock. So 
at the Shell Station of 50 seconds. Yeah, well, well, uh, 3,002 North Illinois. So, seems I guess that's the Shell Station that's closest to where you can see that ticket. And he won it in a Shell-sponsored car, so that's why they're at a Shell Station. Right. So. So there you go. And uh, if you're a Dan or were a Dan Weldon fan, that documentary, it's called Lionheart, uh, will make its debut March 12th on oh, HBO. Nice. So nice. I'm looking forward very much to uh, watching yeah, the Dan yeah, Weldon absolutely. documentary. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And that's all I got eat. with IndyCar. But that's uh, there's plenty that's going good. on. Yeah, well, you have plenty there. Baby. Time to wrap this thing up here. I'm, I'm ready. Let's go racing. All right. I am too, man. Let's go. All right. Let's go to some local stuff with our man Trackside with AJB. Well, Bruce, we know you're holed up out there in South Dakota. And, yeah, you know what? Um, I but, should be. If I if I kept my head on straight, I'd still be down in St. Pete right now. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, that's that's discussion for another day. But, uh, I know, yeah. You know, here in Indiana this week, we we've seen a little bit of everything weather-wise, right? I think it was 75 one day, and, and we've had a little snow and some hail, and and uh, of course it's sectional week, so you have to have snow. Yeah. But this Saturday night. Talking about going racing, it's the season opener for the Brownstown Speedway. Is it really? So I'd things snuck are, up yes. on us. Wow. And the <laughs> weather are, looks pretty good Saturday, really. It actually it actually does. And they've moved up the start times to try to, you know, make it a little more. I think it's supposed to be in the 60s yes. Saturday during the day. Yep. So uh, the gates open there at 1 o'clock. Um, I think hot laps are at 4. Racing will follow immediately after. And it's the Northern All-Star Late Model Series, 5,000 to win. So it's going to be a great show. Um, So keep that in mind. Get down to Brownstown this Saturday. Um, Perrigan Speedway, just a couple weeks away, too. The No Way Out 40 rolls off March 16th. Uh, That race pays 10,000 to win for the uh, 410 non-wing sprint cars. So a lot of of dirt getting ready to fly here in southern Indiana. All right. So uh, pretty pretty cool to see. Um, Super cross action last Saturday night. Bruce, I'm sure you... uh, Again, for the yeah, ninth week and <laughs> for the ninth week in a row, you didn't stay awake and watch it. So, no. um, Cooper, Cooper Webb picked up the win um, after a well, huge good, mistake well, by Jet. Cooper. <laughs> yeah, after after a big mistake by Jet Lawrence, who was anointed uh, the like the second coming coming into the year, and that kid is good. He's going to win a lot of races, but he showed again Saturday night in the four fifties. He still has a, a lot of learning to do, and and that deal's so competitive. Um, Eli Tomac uh, also showed that he's not quite over the hill yet. Uh, charged from uh, uh, as far back as 16th, uh, back to second place, and at the end said he was sick of being called the old guy. Um, uh, Bruce, I know you can relate to that. Yeah, I get tired of that too, brother. I know how yeah. it feels. I know how yeah, it feels, so, man. And and one other note in that race, I know a lot of folks listening probably watched that, unlike Mr. Lear, but uh, Austin Fortner was leading the 250 uh, event and had quite honestly one of the scariest crashes i've ever seen in, really? in not just that type of racing but in any type of, of motorsports landed oh, wow. hard oh it was horrible landed directly on the concrete on his back after flying through the air off his bike oh gee um, and and he was leading the race just made a mistake and um just launched him and and uh suffered spine and shoulder injuries and yeah. um uh just a shame to see that that's he's yeah, won races yeah. but he's been beat up a lot in his career so you know that may be the end of his professional yeah, career there for like that it. young man. But uh, that series, uh, they roll into Daytona this this Saturday night, and that's always a huge event, and a lot of fun to watch. Um, and then they're in Indy March 16th. So all right, nice. That's all I've got. 
Nice. That's all right, man. That's let's loading them up, baby. I like it. Very good. I like it. Hey, are you guys uh you guys feeling smart today? Are you ready for a question? AJ's feeling smart. We're ready. <laughs> <laughs> he beat you to the punch, AJ. All right, well let's go with it. This is the eye. I'll try not to let him down. So <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, really. Let's let's keep our fingers crossed. This is the IU Credit Union and Rapid Ripping and Restoration question of the day. Next question. You answered every question just right. Too bad you missed. That was a $9 question. Anyone else have a question? All right, AJ. This one comes to you from a gentleman named Harlan. That's an old Southern name. Harlan resides in Sanders, Indiana. Do you know where that is? Yeah, drive, drive yeah, through. On a day exactly. Yeah, just yeah. right down the street from you guys. Just right down the street. Yeah, you betcha. Um, Harlan suggests if you're ever in the area to stop by and get a white meat chicken dinner with coleslaw and mashed potatoes at any of your local Kentucky Fried Chicken restaurant. <laughs> okay. All right, Harlan's question today. If you have followed the Indy 500 for years now, and he seems to be locked on how the race cars are running and blah, blah, blah. He was wondering how fast are they going during the laps prior to the race, which would be, I'm assuming, the parade and pace laps. Okay. And um, what is the speed that they're trying to maintain during a caution? Oh. You know what? I don't know the answer to that. I bet AJ knows. I'll bet you Juice does. Come on, Juice. Save us Harlan, today. That's a great... Save us today, Juice. That, that's a great question. Rick and I will be sure to honk at you on our on our way back and forth through Sanders exactly. every day. So appreciate you listening. Um, and, and that chicken recommendation is better than the uh, clams or whatever it was out of the White River a few weeks ago. Here. So... Um, so the pace lap and and the oh we've lost him. It's okay. um, the the pace lap at Indy, the parade lap, and even under yellow. So you know it looks painfully slow watching yeah, those guys right. under yellow, right? But it's 110 miles an hour. Is it is really? That how fast wow. it is? Is that the it parade? Is, but when you watch lap. them. You know, when you watch him sail off into turn one and turn three at over 240 miles an hour, 110 is going to look painfully slow. Sure, right? and, sure. And I'm, yeah. and I'm sure it feels that way to those guys behind the wheel. So, yeah, 110 miles an hour is, is the speed that, that the pace car is supposed to keep the field at okay. on parade laps and yellow laps at Indy. And, and uh, pit road speed um, is 60 miles an hour. Now, for comparison's sake, you look at some of the NASCAR races. So, um, let's say at Bristol the the uh, yellow flag speed or, or pace lap speed is as low as 35 miles an hour and when they go to ims or or to daytona um there's 70 miles an hour so indycar still at 110 is still quite a bit faster than than what you see in the in the stock car races on similar racetracks wow. okay wow yeah i'd have never guessed that man i'd never guessed it so i'm glad so, you told me that well very good hopefully that's interesting hopefully harlan can can have him a, a bucket of chicken tonight now and feel good about it. <laughs> that gives you a little more uh, respect for the uh, the pace car driver, too. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. You got to get out there and, uh, yeah. yeah, you got to do 110 mile an hour laps. Um, that's, and, you know, and, look, that's and, tough. And you know what? Now, there are some that should not, uh, Eldon Palmer won. There's some that should not <laughs> yeah, be doing that, right? The brakes locked up on Eldon. Don't, don't give Eldon <laughs> <that time. laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was sitting right across from that during that race. Well, thank God you I were had, across I from it. Yeah, no that. kidding. No kidding. Yeah. 
All right, is that all you guys got? I got nothing else. I don't have anything else That's either, it. Rick, or get me out of here, all man. All right, we'll do it. Bruce, thank you for taking the time to You're join welcome, us this buddy. morning, sir. AJ, always good to see you. Thanks for being here. Thank you. We'll uh, get this podcast online, of course, WHCC105.com, and every week on Spotify, each and every week, this uh, Racing BS show brought to you by IU Credit Union and Rapid Roofing and Restoration. This is your WHCC Hoosier Country 105 roving reporter communicating to you via the WHCC Western Command Center and still defending Fort Whistlepig deep in the Black Hills of South Dakota. Ha, 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 ha.